Well, that's a good start to a podcast. Hey, Erin, how are you today? I'm good, how are you? Oh, I'm all right. I got the same shit, different day. Um, hi, everybody. We are back. Your Wado team, and it's just Erin and uh, me today. And we're going to have a little bit of fun, I guess. Erin <laughs> um, is going to introduce... We, we're going to go through our press releases and try and explain to you what led us to do whichever press release on what day and why. Um, so Erin is going to go ahead and introduce it and then we are going to go and discuss it together. Yeah, let's go over the first week's worth of press releases and we start on August 6th and that one is titled We Need Water. So that starts out um, with since 2012, California law has declared that every person in the state has a right to clean, safe and affordable drinking water. This does not apply to Delaware Water Company's unlucky customers, though, which is us. <laughs> right? So this is the thing. Um, not only everyone knows that water is a human right, um, California Assembly Bill 685 actually made it a law in two, 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 I'll try again, 2012 and says, you know, every person in the state has the right to clean, safe and affordable drinking water. Our water is not there not affordable, not clean, and not safe. And um, WTF, I, I was pretty good there, I held back. Yeah. Um, so, we all know what happened. We had this flood, um, it is what it is. We lost the wells, it is what it is. We didn't have any water for 10 days. I mean, we've been through it the first time around. We had no water for 10 days whatsoever. We couldn't flush our toilets. You can imagine how disgusting that was. That was fine. Well, it wasn't fine, but again, it is what it is. And then they hooked us up, at least in the Montgomery Ranch area. I know the golf course got their water back a little bit quicker. Hooked us up to irrigation water just to allow us to um, be able to flush the toilets. Um, so we couldn't do very much with it other than flush the toilets. And then after, what was it, a couple of weeks maybe that we got the all clear that we could shower with it? Yeah, it was probably two and a half, three weeks in, Something because like it was a lot of uh, washing dishes with, with uh, expensive water. <laughs> oh, mine was paper plates and takeout. Um, so anyway, we, we say, okay, they tell us it's okay to, um, to shower with that water. And I think, you know, we always try and look at the funny side of it. And the funny side of it is there was so much freaking chlorine in that water that uh, someone who lives around here who's a teacher told me that he's studying having a shower with goggles on. And I'm literally wetting myself with laughter at just the image of him stark naked in the shower with goggles on. <laughs> uh, but the reason why he did that is because he went to school and his eyes were so red that his principal called him in the office and asked him if he uh, was high on something because his eyes were so red. And it's like, no, I just had a shower. So, yeah, so this is what happened. And yet we were still okay. Thank God we have some water to flush our toilets. Thank God we can... You know, we can at least have a shower, goggles or no goggles, um, especially because we've been told we couldn't bring any of our own tanks because unless you have a black backflow system, you can't do that. And because otherwise we will cross-contaminate the line. Now, bear in mind that they had no line to cross-contaminate. That was the whole point. They lost the lines. So I don't know how you can cross-contaminate lines that are not there. And I don't know what is wrong with contaminating 
lines of dirty water with clean water. But I digress. So anyway, we were all, okay, whatever. And then, after all that, after, what was it, 60 days or something, we finally yeah. got what was supposedly clean water. Yes. And that's what they said. And that's still what they say, right? That, that, that is what they say still. Um, but it's like, okay. And then we got the bill. Add insult to injury and slap us in the face with it. And the bills um, were with the readiness to serve charge and the regular charge of clean water. And that was literally our what the crap moment. Um, that is not, that is not okay. I mean, readiness to charge, readiness to serve rather, is uh, the definition of readiness to serve is clean, potable, safe water on demand. On demand means 24 seven, that whenever you feel like it, you can open the tap and you have clean water coming out. Now, of course, if you go on holiday somewhere, if you travel and you have water available and you don't use it, you still get charged at readiness to charge. Would you be okay with that, Erin? Yeah. Yeah. At that time, sure. How about if you're in your house and you open the tap and nothing comes out and then you get a bill for it? Would you be okay with that? Oh, so what we've been living since, with since July? No, not March. okay with that. March. Right, right, <laughs> right. So this is what speared on like this first press release. It's literally, what the hell is going on? We are the victims. Now, we didn't feel like victims when the flood happened. Some people lost their homes. We understand that. Luckily, we didn't have any of that kind of damage, but we lost a water line. However, we have been definitely victimized by the Laurel, who um, on their website, by the way, says that if any home is rendered uninhabitable because of any reason, in, not necessarily just due to water, they will prorate their rates. Um, so what happened? They didn't do it. Oh, no. So, yeah, so that's what got us really, really, really mad. I guess the argument is the, the houses were not uninhabitable because we lived in them. Well, try and relocate four, five hundred households with all the pets and all the stuff. And uh, that's not, that's not feasible. So we were understanding and patient. Um, until we were not anymore because we think that Deloro is just taking advantage and the CPUC did nothing, you know, so this is again, we go back, we filed a complaint with the CPUC, waited 60 days, 45 days for Deloro to give the response, about two weeks for the CPUC to respond to us. And it was like, you know, well, Deloro said they did their best, so you still have to pay your bills. So this is how Wado started and so this is our first ever press release. And that is where we came up with uh, Del Oro's slogan for them, which is a uh, profits over people, <laughs> which should not be the case. People need clean, safe, affordable water in their home every day. Yeah, and another thing about that is, you know, this is a wealthy community. There is no doubt about that. But our money doesn't grow on trees. Well, our trees don't grow because we have no water to so water them. I was going to say, we, our trees can't grow right now. So even if we had a money tree... Right. I have a money tree, but I don't know, like, that's deceptive because my money tree does not grow money. So I don't know what the hell that is. So, but anyway, our money doesn't grow on trees. But regardless, I don't know what they considered affordable water. So now, the Laurel's argument is the water is affordable. Your rate is only $70 or something. Uh, the other rate that you're paying is for the treatment plant. 
Remember the treatment plant? Yeah, that was supposed to be open. The one we told you years, years ago? Yeah. Yeah, yeah 2013. And now in 2023, we still don't have it and we're still paying it. So I don't care how they slice it. I Our base rate is $150. Yes, absolutely. Right? Yeah, that's. You, you can't they, explain. They keep saying it's not, but it's for my bank account, it is. Yeah, and you can't explain that away. Even if it's for the treatment plant, we are still paying it. So it is absolutely our base rate. Anyway, so that was our first ever press release. So let's move on to the next one. So that's where we basically do an open letter to Mr. Fortino, who is the owner of Del Oro. And it also went to Janice Hannah, who's the Director of Corporate Accounting and Regulatory Affairs. And this one basically is just... Is that the one where we responded to him? This is when they... Yes. This is when they sent out their first... Their response. Like, let, let us address this. So, what happened on this one, Erin? And, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I remember is... We kicked up such a, a fuss and we made so much noise and we had the public meeting. So this was after the public meeting, of course. And so people started waking up and asking what the hell is going on. And so Mr. Fortino is in, in his infinite wisdom. I would say it's actually quite finite, but in his wisdom decided to uh, write this letter explaining why um, the situation was what it was. So one of the things is um, Tulare County... Um, chairperson for the uh, supervisors, Dennis Townsend, who's also a local representative, had actually offered Mr. Fortino, he asked him, he said, Bob, how much water do you need? And he told him, I need, I think it was like 52,000 gallons a day. And so they're like, fine, we the county are gonna bring at our expense, uh, clean water to fill up your tanks. And Bob Fortino said, thanks, but no thanks. So. Funnily enough, again, we have no water to flush the toilets, you know. If you watch the video, you know. If you don't, let me be a little bit graphic. Imagine a family with four boys with no swimming pool and no water for 16 hours. Um, and the reason for the swimming pool is not because you go and crap in the pool, but can, at least you can use that water to flush your toilets somewhat. But anyway, uh, these boys, because they have to go and there is no other way to flush the toilet, they're literally pooing one on top of the other that is disgusting that is not 2023 america that is not 2023 california and that is not when someone then gets a two three hundred dollar water bill uh you're gonna be annoyed if you still have to crap one on top of the other absolutely so anyway so at that point we knew that the county had offered um to bring water in and Mr. Fortino, if you can find the line, uh, Erin and read it, where he said that was just futile. Why would they want to do that? Why would they want to provide us with water? Well, I say futile my backside because it's actually pretty good for us. So have you found that? Yes. And this is also when he had, so this letter from Mr. Fortino came from that consulting firm. So he felt that if he had engineers answer these questions for him, that we would fully understand why we couldn't have No, but this no, no, water. there's this one thing you don't understand. We are a bunch of women making noise. So <laughs> I guess he thinks that because we live in the country, we're just out, I don't know, uh, with our flip-flops tending to our chickens and our cows, which some of us are, by the way, 
but that doesn't mean we're idiots. And so I think where Mr. Fortino has gone wrong, because it seems to be a habit of this, to buy very round down smaller water district to do the absolute minimum necessary yes. and then triple the rates. That is the pattern that we have discovered. Right? Yes. And the funny thing is, we fell for it, so I guess we were idiots in that, for enough years until we're like, now we have no water, now we're totally pissed off, now this is not okay anymore. And so now we're going back and finding out all this crap that's been going on. Anyway, so, sorry, I interrupt you, go ahead. Yes, no, that's okay. Um, so right here, he says, hauling water to the River Island service area. We have been advised that surplus water is available for Del Oro to haul and fill the River Island storage tanks. Our understanding is that upwards of 15,000 to 20,000 gallons per day can be hauled by the state certified potable drinking water haulers using tanker trucks. The trucks, however, are located in Fresno, approximately one and a half hours away, requiring at least three hours of driving. Considering filling time and delivering to Deloro's water system, an additional two to three hours are required. However, with the time involved and only 15 to 20,000 gallons of water available on a daily basis, transporting water to the system is futile given the current water supply deficit of approximately 300,000 gallons per day, which... Well, this no. is the funny thing. So, <laughs> this is the deal. It's not futile because even being able to brush your teeth is actually quite important. But more than that, um, supervisors Townsend and asked them how much water they needed. The number came from them, so it came from Deloro. Yes. They said, okay, whatever you need, we'll do. Deloro then tried to say, well, we'll charge the customers for it, at which point they're like, hold on a second, we're giving it to you for free, and then you charge the customers, are you out of your freaking mind? Continue, we're already paying for water we don't have. So this was our response. It's our understanding that the Laura was offered 52,000 gallons of clean water per day, free of charge. Why was this not allowed to happen? Um, even though you might think this is futile, it would allow many customers to receive water from storage tanks to shower and flush the toilets with those 15 to 20,000 daily gallons of precious water. When customers do not have reliable clean water, cost and time incurred by Deloro to provide water to its customers is irrelevant. Water is a human right. So the whole letter, and you guys can go and, and, and read it like in more detail, but the whole point is Deloro is not doing anything for us. At this point, the county is trying to help us they can, and the Laura said, thanks, but no thanks. And again, we keep paying water bills for a service we do not have. We are not just whining. Again, we cannot flush our toilets. We have no water coming out of the tap. So I think if I remember correctly, is this um, the last um, press release before the water donation? Um, I... Believe no, I, we did a letter to the California Public Utilities Commission before. That's right. That was our next press release. Yeah. So okay, let's go ahead with that one then. Um, this one we. I think what we did is. Am I correct that this one we kind of took the same letter that we sent to Portino yes. and we reworded it and we sent it to the CPUC hoping they'll do something. Okay, yes, so just so you know, guys. Uh, when we send these emails out, 
they don't go out to one person. Um, we literally find every available name in every available agency. We figure out what their email address is and we email every single person, included a lot. I would say probably, what, 200 people we have on a list of people affected now? Oh, Households yeah, around here. absolutely. So Plus all the press. Plus all the press. So one thing we are not going to discuss, but feel free, someone has done a pod, the Sun Gazette, um, the editor Paul Myers has also done, <clears throat> excuse me, has done a podcast where he discussed this issue, um, but the Sun Gazette, the San Joaquin Valley Water, uh, the Porterville Recorder, the, um, I think KVPR reposted, um, so we made it to Yahoo News because we are just making so much noise. So this press release is kind of like, yeah, it's important, but it's really the same thing that we said before. Yeah. So feel free to go on our Facebook public page, which is Water Warriors Against the Laurel public page, and all our press releases are there. Um, now, after that, is, is this the last one we did that week? Um, I, I can't remember what the date of the water give out was because uh, we so that was have, the 11 we still have okay so nope we have one on the 8th oh yeah out. okay so this is when you came to my house and we sat outside and i'll tell you the funny story guys because um you know we have no water but we've had so much moisture in the air right now because of all the water springville actually has in the river that the mosquitoes were eating me alive and so i they love me and so i'm, I'm lighting up on this citronella candles not to get you know beaten to death by mosquitoes and one specific candle keeps um going out and so i look in to see what's happening and put the entire content of um yeah of hot uh, wax hot wax all, all over my hand and and my shirt and stuff so and the table and the table yeah <laughs> that was an interesting day and all of this while we we're on the phone with adam forbes of uh the water boards yes or oh, the water boards and so we are talking to him and very nice guy by the way but he says i understand you're frustrated but you know you might not have all the pressure that you want but you have at least 50 psi and i'm like wait what we don't have crap coming out of our tap like nothing all we hear is there is nothing coming out and so he said well Deloro is telling us that you have 50 psi minimum and the pressure has never gone below 50 psi so that's when we decided to write this press release for that for that day and going no 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 and so with that press release that Erin can read you because it's really short this one shortened to the point we actually attached a video of us opening our faucets and for them to witness that nothing was coming out. Yeah, so this one starts with, if the pressure in the system drops below 20 PSI, the system becomes vulnerable for bacteria from groundwater or dirt to seep into the pipe and affect the water supply, according to Allison Stroop, Director of Water Utility for San Angelo, Texas. Let's move on this one. This is the shorter version. Oh, I think I have the same one open. Sorry, we're trying to figure out which one to read. Um, okay, so according to the Health and Safety Code, Section 64602, minimum pressure. Each distribution system shall be operated in a manner to assure that the minimum operating pressure in the water main at the 
User service line connection throughout the distribution system is not less than 20 pounds per square inch at all times. Right, and so the Laurel, here. the Laurel is saying they never went below 50, so the water port is thinking, well, 20 is the minimum, I mean, which is not good, but it's something. The Laurel never went below 50, so we're good. But that's why we have that line. We beg to differ. No water means no pressure. And I need to add in, the last paragraph here does talk about how water must be tested to ensure the safety of its users anytime pressure drops below 20 PSI. Mm -hmm. Because what they're saying is, and I mean, I, I don't know the science behind it, but what they're saying is if the pressure is below 20 PSI, somehow the system could be compromised. Is that correct? Yes. So we have asked now, I don't even know how many times in how many emails and how many press releases and how many phone calls we've asked to see the test results mm -hmm. for every time the pressure dropped below 20 PSI. Never mind the times, and this is going to be probably on a different podcast, but never mind the times we've asked to see the test results for uranium and gross alpha and, and nitrates and uh, you know they kind of give you an average well we averaged it out over the last 10 years no thank you I want to see when we were too high in what by how much and what have you done then so to date we've had absolutely no response from anyone and um, I guess they just think that if we give, if they ignore us for long enough we will disappear but yet that is just making us more and more upset and instead of disappearing we're just becoming a bigger and bigger group by the day and we're getting we're getting louder and louder and i think we will succeed and just end up kicking the laurel's ass at some point i that's the hope yeah that's we, my phone buzzing sorry we did skip a press release though oh we did, we did. Like, take let's me go back, back to that one day and this is where we talk about uh, this one is, this one's about pressure also, but I, is this the one where we talk about paying for air? Oh, this yeah, is so it's important. Like, it yeah, 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 you're <laughs> right. Okay, so, so this is the deal. You know, insult to injury, what do you add to insult to injury? I don't know, just a club on the head. Because um, one of our neighbors who knows a lot about water and he had no water and he, he took it upon himself to, um, and we have video evidence of this, but he took it upon himself to actually, he has to bleed. Now my house is not quite that bad, okay? Because um, he had texted me and said, hey, do you have water? Because his wife is disabled. She said, she said, they said, there's been no water at all all day. And I'm like, let me check. I'm like, yeah, we do. So apparently just because he's a little higher up than me, just slightly, he has to bleed his lines every day. Every day he has to bleed his lines so he can actually finally get water through. Well, he, as he's bleeding his lines, which means just air is coming out, which means nothing is coming out. You can just hear kind of bubbles and the air going through. He goes and takes a video of his meter and the meter is spinning like flip. Oh. I don't want to swear there, but... It went it all the way around. And around, 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 yeah, around, right? It was way worse than if it was actually. Right. So then we look into that. How is that possible? Well, we find out that compressed air actually. Um, so he says, did you know that up to 25% of the volume in your water line is air and you are being charged for it? 
This is because water meters measure the volume that passes through them and hence cannot tell the difference between water and air. Air is compressed while passing through the water meter and measures only the volume of water. And so, that, that came from the senior energy and sustainability consultant. That wasn't something that we just... Oh yeah, we didn't just pull it out. I just yeah, want to make it hat. clear, like this is actually based on a study. Yeah. So again, not only we are asked to pay full rates for a service we don't have, not only we are being asked to pay full rates for no water, now we're being asked to pay full rates for air. Well, I mean, I know that I guess in America is a land of opportunities and if you can figure out how to make money, go ahead and do it. But I'm not paying for freaking air. I can just open the door and do that. So is that the last? That's, that's that is last the first release. week of press releases. Well, thank you, Erin, for doing this with me. Let's yeah. do it again. And then we will move on to the second week of press releases. Um, next time and in between there might be me and someone else or someone else with someone else we don't know we haven't figured it out yet but you will hear all our voices i'm sure mine will be the loudest but that's just because i'm loud because i'm italian i can't help it so uh it's funny i often think you know i wonder if mr fortino is this arrogant because he's italian you know american italian but i'm like has he ever witnessed a pissed off italian woman because I'm a Roman, and yeah, don't mess around. He's witnessing one now. Right? He hasn't before. He is now. But maybe we should take a trip to Chico so he could witness it in person. Maybe. We should go ring his doorbell and take him some of our clean clean water. And I'm using air quotes. No, I I think we should buy all the turds that we cannot flush and then just put them on his front door and go go ahead and flush them, you turd. That's a good idea, too. Uh I'm down for that trip. (laughs) Anyway, all right, guys, thank you very much for listening to us and we'll speak to you very soon. Take care. So if you um, like what you've listened to so far and you want to know more about us, please make sure you follow us. You can follow all our press releases at uh, on Facebook at uh, Water Warriors Against the Laurel public page or you can email us at wearewaterwarriors at gmail.com we are water warriors is all one word at gmail.com and now i'll have crystal say it with an american accent so you guys actually understand what i just said <laughs> so on facebook we are water water warriors against del oro public page and if you'd like to email us it's we are water warriors at gmail.com <laughs>